0: When I try Deathwish coffee, it feels like Jesus Christ himself washing down my throat. But Kurt, this is a lot of coffee. You must have spent a ton of money on it. And not just American dollars, but Canadian money. Fuck, no I didn't. I used coupon code 3 Nerds and I got 10% off. You can too! In a world of lame nerdy podcasts, one, no three, and maybe sometimes more nerds, will rise to the challenge. We hold the studios accountable. We celebrate the amazing feats of cinema. We sometimes rage out. We are the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Hey everybody, Curtis here from the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Guess what, just me this week. Bit of a low-key week, so wasn't really enough to just everybody coming on to review something, because there's just not a whole lot. Uh, but yeah, let's just dive into the solo show. Uh, let's talk about the news first. First off, Deadpool 3 uh, coming along, coming out next year, next summer, and uh, we, we keep hearing some things. Hearing some, some ha ba 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 Apparently Ben Affleck has been reportedly spotted on the set. Um, most notably, he played uh, Daredevil, and uh, a lot of people are speculating that he could show up as the man with no fear. In Deadpool three, could have happened, maybe. Maybe he's just good friends with Brian Reynolds too. Just wanted to hang out with him. That could also potentially be the case too. Um, but I do think though that Ben Affleck at least, like, yeah, you know, he he's had his issues with his with the comic book movies. I don't know if he's necessarily like the most eager, but like, I think a cameo appearance would be good. Like, just have a little fun with it. You know, maybe we see him. And it's like, oh, he's dead. Or not Deadpool. He's uh, back as Daredevil one more t- um, one last time. Uh, I think it'd be fun. But we'll see. Uh, the Marvels. We apparently have a post-credit scene for the movie. Which, I don't know if I believe this. Because, I don't know. The post-credit scenes are usually one of the last things they make for these movies. And I don't like this movie coming out in November. I doubt they've got the post-credit scene lined up already. I could be wrong. But... It just seems weird that it's, like, July... Oh, well, yeah, like, July 1st, literally, as we record this. And they've already got a post credit scene for a movie out in November. I don't know if I believe that, but... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give this a grain of salt that it's needed. Uh, apparently there's a post credit scene that hints at a major team-up project, so... Uh, maybe skip ahead, like, a minute or two if you don't want to hear the details, but, um apparently end of the marvels has kamala khan visiting kate bishop hawkeye and uh they introduce each other and then they say oh like atman man has a daughter too so kind of just teasing a little bit of a young avengers team up which i think could be kind of fun again if this is true i have my doubts but it could happen Uh, Ant-Man 3 star Jonathan Majors is facing new allegations of violent and abusive behavior Um, yeah this is uh, not not good Uh, he did go to I guess he he showed that he had some I want to say like evidence of his um, you know him being uh, clear of the charges that he's going to court for right now Uh, so it looked like things were maybe on the up for him, but then literally, uh, Rolling Stone published an article with like, I want to say a dozen or so accounts of his behavior. Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty damning if it's true. I mean, with these things, it's always a question of how legitimate are they? It's a little tough to tell sometimes. So, yeah. Um, that being said, I mean, we'll see. Um alright. Uh Fantastic Four. We have rumors that apparently nobody has been locked into the roles. So there's all these rumors that Adam Driver's got the Mr. Fantastic role and that uh Margaret Robbie is playing uh Invisible Woman and all this. Apparently none of that has been locked in yet. So we we don't know for sure who's playing who. But uh I'm not surprised. I, I think the rumors have been getting a little out of hand for this um, and again whether any of it's true or not I mean probably best to wait until Marvel themselves announce it but I feel like we're getting close I feel like at some point probably in the next six months or so we're going to find out okay uh, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse uh, producers confirmed that they're willing to delay the threequel if they have to they're saying hey if we really need to we'll wait I say good because Cross the Spider-Verse was great. Um, That being said, they probably want to adjust that because the 2024 release date's coming up. You might want to tell people... I mean, I could see it maybe being delayed like six months to a year. Like maybe late... Later in 2024. Early in 2025, maybe. But we'll see. Uh, David Sweat and Rachel Brosnahan are officially are superman and lois in superman legacy uh they got officially cast and everything james gunn even confirmed it because there's a lot of rumors going around and he was like this is legit um they're both great actors uh rachel Brosnahan, had none particularly she was in the marvelous mrs Maisel, and uh she's really great in that uh david quirk sweat not as much of a household name as rachel Potentially, uh, he was in Hollywood. He was also in Pearl. Uh, both were great performances. So he, he definitely has a chops. But I think going into this, he is a little bit more a little bit more than her, the lesser known actor. So, uh, yeah, I think this is all good. I think we have to obviously see who else gets cast, who's our Lex Luthor and everything else. But like considering that these are the two performances that your movie is. Just kind of, you know, kind of hindering on. I mean, if you don't have a great Superman and Lois, then everything else falls by the wayside. I think this is good. Uh, and I hope that they kind of bring back a little bit of that hope and optimism to Superman that we haven't had in the last in the last set of uh, Henry Cavill movies. Uh, speaking of Superman Legacy, Brendan Fraser was rumored to be playing Jonathan Paquette in Superman Legacy. Uh great. Great choice. If true. Uh Brendan Fraser, great actor. Uh recently was in The Whale. And did a great job in that. Uh yeah. If they brought him on board. I think it would be a great choice. Uh we don't know for sure obviously if he is. This is a rumor, but he's a great actor. Now I, I could see him being pa kent very easily. He he has this like worldly kind of wisdom to him that I think kind of just emulates or emanates easily from him. So, there's that. Uh, I, check, so I think this might be the final bit of news. Yes, Batman. James Gunn says that the new Dark Knight casting, uh, you know, we just got Superman and Lois he's saying, uh, Dark Knight casting is still, quote unquote miles and miles away. So, this checks out. I think some people were expecting with the Flash, maybe it was set up a new Dark Knight and maybe we get some announcement but he's saying no it's still quite a ways away which I think is fair um also too they do have the Batman 2 coming out I think they might want to not take away too much from that you know might be best to let the Batman 2 come out and then start talking about your Batman movie I mean Andy Muschietti just got on board and I think he's got to start working on the script and all that so typically with a script writing process that can take anywhere from a year to a year and a half depending, so, and that's with other pre-production stuff, so, I mean, yeah, I think the Batman 2, uh, I'm opening up my, my handy, okay, so it's coming out October 3rd, 2025, uh, that's obviously got the WGA, WGA strike, so who knows what happens with that, but, uh, that to me checks out because I think literally you could time it where after the Batman 2 you start kind of announcing who's your new Batman and that way that won't take away from Robert Pattinson's movie which I think is good okay uh, let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back and review some stuff back in a bit Hey everybody, it's Curtis from the Podcast Lane, you know that we're brought to you by Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's got amazing content such as The Boys, The Expanse, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Goliath, and so much more. Don't have to take our word for it. Go try out a 30-day trial of the service, see if you like it, if you want to stick around. They've got low introductory rates for new users who sign up, and you're going to get a ton of other Amazon Prime benefits, so sign up today and check it out. Thank you for your time. Hey Spark, have you listened to the newest album by Smash Mouth? No, I haven't gotten my copy yet. Oh man, it's the bomb! Oh, I heard they were gonna use this for that new movie with Mike Myers, Shrek! It's okay, I mean, it's no walking on the sun though. Ah, a ghost! Um... What's streaming? You can magically play any song you want on device. It's pretty cool. In fact, Amazon Music offers a three-month trial for new users to check out its awesome selection. Amazon? Like the website that sells books? Yes! In fact, take a look! What's this? It looks like a remote control, but from the future. It's a device that you can stream on. In fact, why don't you go to HTTP? Hold it forward slash forward slash get amazonfusing.com forward slash reading reverse so you can try the service for free for one like, month. If you don't like it, you subscribe to any time. Wow, there's a lot here. Yeah, there is. What? Dubstep? Right. I right, talked over the ad a little bit. No big deal. Just us. We're just hanging today, guys. Um. Okay. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is out. Uh, I've seen it, uh, and it, it, I think there's going to be a lot to be said about this movie. And I think, unlike Crystal Skull, this is a little less contentious. I would say I think it doesn't nearly top the uh, the heights of the original trilogy movies, but it does, it is better than Crystal Skull in my opinion, it's a more well-rounded story um I think like how they did the arc with Helena Shaw and how she's kind of a little bit more fortune oriented than Indy and her kind of arc with that I thought that was well done and I don't know, I just thought it was a very good closure for the character and the franchise um, I kind of I don't know I was thinking too, I'm like, could they continue this with Haleo's shop? And I don't think they would. I I, I kind of wonder what, what they're going to do with the franchise. But yeah, I don't think... I don't think uh, there's much of a future for it. But yeah, this was a very good closure. They brought back some characters. Not nearly as many as I was expecting. I think just I was a little surprised that they didn't bring back more characters. Like for instance, Short Round. Nowhere to be found in this movie. It would have been nice especially as this is kind of closure for the franchise. Um, they do bring back some characters, and I think it's it's some of the more entertaining moments when you see closure for characters in this movie that you obviously have grown to appreciate with, uh, with time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I overall enjoyed it. I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. Um, yeah. It's an entertaining movie, and I think you're you're gonna more than likely enjoy it if you I don't know just kind of come into it from the sense that like it's not gonna touch the original trilogy. There's no way that you can kind of reach the heights of that franchise. Uh, well, yeah, trilogy I guess. As because those movies just worked so incredibly well on their own. Um, but if you treat it as its, as its own separate thing, I think it's it's pretty okay. Okay. And uh, next up is Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan Season 4. Um, it's been a wild ride for the show, and I guess part of me was thinking, how are they going to wrap everything up? How are they going to wrap all the storylines in a very effective manner? I do, I will say that I feel like they kind of rushed themselves to the ending a little bit. You know, it's like you're kind of going at a leisurely place and all of a sudden you start running just to get to the end. Uh, It kind of felt a little rushed in that sense. But I can't argue with where they ended up with the characters and where they ended up with the storyline. I think it was very effective. Uh, Yeah, the the last season was very effective at telling the story and I think how they kind of handled the different plot twists and all that kept things interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say that I'll, I'll, give this, I'll give this probably an eight out of 10 as well, which feels like a little bit like, oh, once again, I'm giving something eight out of 10, but I don't know. I did think this was good. I think the main issues I have is that, yeah, it did kind of feel a little rushed near the end there. Uh, like they were trying to make up for, for something. I don't know. Like, I didn't feel like we needed to rush to an editing for this, but we did anyways. Um, so yeah, I'll give this an 8 out of 10. Uh, I think it's already out, or at least the first episode's out. Uh, so go check that out. Okay. And then next up is Muscles and Mayhem, the Unauthorized Story of American Gladiators. Um, yeah. This is a Netflix documentary about the American Gladiator show that aired in the uh nineties and uh a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and it's just wild. Uh like a lot of uh illegal stuff and a lot of shady business practices and I don't know. I thought I thought it was really interesting. I mean, coming from the nineties, being a kid that watched that show on occasion and just being entertained by it to like realizing like the stuff that went into that show to make it happen and like a lot of the really terrible stuff that some people did it was just very overall surprising to to see um but yeah I I really enjoyed it I thought it was a really good documentary um it does kind of feel like each episode kind of recapped a little too much and I kind of felt like there was just a little too many times where things just kind of I don't know, just kinda of dawdle a little bit too much. Um you know. Not to say that it was a it was a bad experience, it was good, but yeah, it just kinda of felt a little a little unnecessary at times in terms of how much they were they were doing that. So um yeah. I'll give this a nine out of ten. I did think this was entertaining, but I do think that yeah, at times the show kind of a little bit and what they were trying to do with their story. Cool. And then the Blu-ray Roundup, the new well, the Super Mario Brothers movie is out on Blu-ray now. Um and uh, yeah. It's it's a very solid Blu-ray. Uh picture quality is there. It's very very good looking on the on the home television. Um special features relatively good. Maybe lacking a little bit but Still would give us a nine out of ten as a Blu-ray, not as a movie, but like as a Blu-ray package, I would say it's a nine out of ten easily. If you're if you're if you're into that movie, which a lot of people were, <laughs> uh, you'll want to pick up this Blu-ray. So, cool. And that's it for this episode. I wish we had more, but it's just a solo show today, just doing the things. And then uh, next week we're gonna be back talking Mission Impossible. Cool. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.